As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, Michael Thompson, the Black Moses here. <laughs> oh, that's Isaac Hayes. <laughs> the Black Moses? Yeah, that's what Isaac. That's Isaac Hayes' nickname. Duh. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see what time is it. Six oh one. You guys just want to get this bitch rolling, and then when Johnny comes, we can get him down here. Or do you guys? Let's just Here. lock the door so we can't get in. <laughs> like a like, Who's a, Johnny? like a college professor. Johnny Sims, aka Johnny Hatchback, aka Johnny Wu. I don't think I know him. Oh, there he is. We like like one of those stickler profess college professors that locks the door yeah. so no one can get in. You are responsible for your own education. <laughs> This isn't high school anymore, Johnny. All right, uh, you guys, you guys just about ready, yeah? Okay. Eric's getting his headphones on. Phones on silent, gentlemen. Oh, you don't yeah. have to. <laughs> you don't have to. Class is in session. No, I'm going to anyway. Like Podcasting okay. class. Podcasting class. Guy. You guys are about to get schooled. Welcome to Left Hand Right Brain. I'm JD Lopez, and with me today I have Eric Riley from In the Whale. Hey, what up? Got Michael Thompson from Disgrace the Traitor. Hey. And I have Johnny Sims, a.k.a. Johnny Wu, a.k.a. Johnny Hatchback from Syphil. <laughs> what up? There he is. Is that what they call the blog? Is that like the abbreviation? Yes. Syphil. It's Syphil. Syphil. That's how I say it. Okay. I don't mean say it however you want, but that's how I say it. I always it. just say such, such your fucking face and listen. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> so fun to say. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Tell the people what it is. Just so. uh, Yeah, it's a music blog. Um, we just write about music that we love. We do music Reviews, album reviews, videos, show reviews, all that kind of stuff. Just music blog site. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. we got uh, a couple people from some local bands you may have heard of, you may or may not have heard of, depending on how cool you are. If your finger's on the pulse of the local music scene. 
uh, or if you listen to uh, you know some of the old JDJOs, they were all on. All right, local favorites. All right, bringing them back. Keep it in in house or you the know all stars. Yeah, the all stars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is there the all star pod right here. <laughs> um, so we're gonna talk about UMS. It's coming out. I uh, want to try and get this out like Thursday of UMS. Cool. So. Um, you're all gonna be around UMS, right, Johnny? You're gonna be hitting that place up. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll be there every day. Yeah. All right, and then we got Eric Riley from In the Whale gonna be uh, playing a couple shows, right? Two, yeah. You want to tell the people where you are? Get that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're playing Thursday at High Dive at midnight, uh, which is pretty cool. We're playing right after Snake Rattle Rattlesnake, and then uh, Sunday there's a uh, Denver Post Reverb. Has a day party that we've uh, curated, so to speak. Uh, that's from noon to about five, and we're playing at two p.m. there uh, with with uh, my body seems electric and uh, some other cool bands. A band called Sean James and the Shapeshifters from Fayetteville, Arkansas, that we love. We really are stoked to see them. They're playing first at noon, so we'll try to get there early. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Thursday and Sunday. Thursday and Sunday. Mike, where are you going to be at? Where can the people find you? Uh, Slapping the bass. I'll be uh, with Attic Attack on Thursday at 8 o'clock at Illegal Beats. Nice. And then uh, with Disgraced Trader Friday at 10 o'clock at Moe's. Double nice. (laughs) Monroe, Monroe Friday night at midnight back at Illegal Beats. So wow. busy boy. Yeah, yeah. Busy I'm gonna go beat. off Quite the, the rails on my diet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Legal feeds and mows. I'm just gonna be well fed, and then Saturday and Sunday I can just kick back. Hopefully, see my sim on my friends. Nice. Right on. So, uh, what what is UMS? Is what I've been getting from a couple people that uh, are not as uh, cool. I guess I keep saying okay. cool. Who uh, are these people? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a couple of my roommates. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what's funny? It stands for Underground Music Showcase, right? But um, a lot. You know what's funny about that is a lot of, like we we all roll in the same kind of circles. You know, a lot of people just don't give a shit about music. <laughs> <laughs> it is like weird. You talk, you talk to a random guy on the street; they don't know what the UMS is. They don't know what you know. Yeah. Any, any local band that you know, they don't. Yeah, I feel like like my family like that lives in the suburbs and stuff. They never heard of it. Most of them are like, "What are you talking about?" You uh-huh. know, they don't. They're not aware of it. So it's yeah. There, I mean, for sure, there's like the local scene. People know about it, um, and it's starting to get bigger. I feel, but yeah, it's still kind of a insider thing a little bit. Yeah, it's been growing. Apparently, it's been going for about 14 years. It started in like 2006, and it's just like at the Bluebird, and there's like four bands playing. <laughs> And then, uh, like, between then and 2009, it kind of jumped back and forth between the Gothic and the Bluebird and kind of grew in. And now it's on West Co- or South Broadway. <laughs> I was going to say West Colfax. <laughs> nope. <laughs> South Broadway. Uh, real big, real big deal. The one on West Colfax is a different underground showcase. If you <laughs> <know>. <laughs> it's not musical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you can check up the lineup and uh, get all that information on theums.com. Uh, if you're interested in looking at that, finding out where these guys are, if you don't remember from this, I'll put a link on it with the website. I don't know. What anyone have any cool experiences from the past with the UMS, or like, what were you looking forward to with this UMS? Mike Thompson, go. Uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm excited. This will be my first multi-show UMS, so that's that's exciting. I'm, I I'm, I went I went to uh, South by Southwest in in Austin a couple years ago for the first time and. Basically, go. I just basically hung out with the Take to the Oars and Eldrin, and it was it was really cool because they had multiple shows, and 
you know, there's really no good place for you to park. <laughs> you Fuck basically, no. You basically got to pay $20 to park three it's, blocks away. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, and then walk your shit <laughs> three from place blocks? to place. Are you crazy? <laughs> oh, if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky. You're trucking all your equipment. Yeah, me and Nate bought a the second year we went to South by we bought a dolly. It's the best decision. Yeah, I'm gonna bring a dolly <laughs> Friday. Yeah. But it's it's just like sometimes we'd be ten blocks away and it'd just be like an hour and a half of just moving your shit. Like it's it's awful. Yeah. It's awful. It's kinda like the, the <laughs> that's like the only place only event I've been to where I've seen that sort of thing happening, or you're just you're just walking down the street with yeah. all of your equipment and trying to get and trying to maneuver through the crowds right. of people who are all hammered, who aren't paying attention to you. You're just like, excuse me, and so, excuse me. And I was just like, Bleh. so I'm gonna get to kind of live that experience on Friday night because I gotta get from Moe's to Illegal Pizza in an hour. I'm bringing my scooter, and I'm just gonna take that from spot to spot. <laughs> nice, That's a good idea. Your little yeah. razor scooter? No, no. Like, like <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a street, street legal. I can. Oh I can shit! Actually, How yeah. many CCs that got? That's uh, forty nine. Nice. You know? yeah, Parking on the sidewalk, I can just drive right up to the door. Right on. Yeah. So. Anything over that, just for you, you listeners out there, that you have to get like a motorcycle license for right. anything over. That's f- correct. Fifty That's CCs tight, are man. over. It's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> get a little scooter. A segway or something. Yeah. Just have a little trailer. Just have your bass strapped to your back and segwaying right. it through there. <laughs> Guys, so you mean you don't have a bunch of roadies just taking your stuff in and out? I don't Oh, that's what I that's what I meant to say. No, we're underground. You're underground, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the underground music showcase. <laughs> Uh, another word for broke. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of I've been describing the UMS to people who don't know about it as uh, kind of like South by Southwest for Denver. Do you think that's uh, pretty much? I yeah, think, yeah, that's the goal. Yeah, and I think that's they're kind of pushing it that direction. They're they're taking Austin on. I think it was the Hornet had a sign up and it was said, you know, let's show Austin what Denver is all about or something like that. Oh, I did see that yeah. sign up the Hornet. Yeah, so I mean that's that's definitely what they're trying to make it. It's got to get big enough where they can close down Broadway. Then yeah. It'll, then it'll be a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it can get dangerous. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. The I sidewalks are not very wide. <laughs> yeah. How, when was your first UMS, Johnny? Um, it was probably. It's actually probably only two or three years ago when I started going. I, I was. It always falls on my wife's birthday, or and I used to do like I used to race on the weekends, so I was always gone. So um, just in the last. Probably three years I've been going. So race your scooter? No, no. I no. I drove like I had a full race car. I still have race cars, but um, I just don't do that anymore. So. Damn, son, yeah. it's pretty cool. So no one's really seen. None of you guys have actually seen the growth of UMS. Like I was talking about from like yeah. 2006 or. Well, my first year was four. This is my fourth year uh-huh. going and playing. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen. It, I think we've all seen it kind of grow a little bit. Not. Yeah, I mean it started. In 06, you said? Yeah. I yeah, wasn't so even living. On the in, I wasn't even living in Denver in 06, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I was around, but I, you know, I wasn't cool enough to go to that. <laughs> I, uh, it, it apparently was underground enough that I didn't know about it <laughs> until like four years ago. <laughs> yeah, they kept it ri- too underground. <laughs> yeah, maybe too underground. Uh, yeah, so the, I thought it was uh, a good description that here here in the UMS, it's like an old friend you only see once a year. The UMS will wreck your house, get you drunk, and ultimately save your life in one uh, sweaty blur, leaving you reeling and exhausted, and just a few days later wishing or waiting for them to come back again. Yep, that's true. Yeah. So I didn't know you were playing three shows. So you're in three bands, Mike? Yeah. Monroe, Monroe, uh, Disgrace the Traitor, and Take the Yours? Attic Attack. Attic Attack. 
I don't know where that one came from. <laughs> one of you guys is playing with them, Take the Oars, or is that? Yeah, Mike Trujillo was in Take to the Oars and Disgrace to Traders, his new band. Oh, okay. All right. So you're going to be hopping around. Yeah. So that's doing the hustle. Is that like normal? Or is that just something that's, do, do most people have a couple different bands playing? Or Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you want me to name them? <laughs> no, I think when you like Mike, when you when you play in multiple bands, I I don't anymore. But I used to play in a ton of bands. You know, come festival time, you're kind of fucked because <laughs> the rest of the year it's kind of like, hey, yeah, I'll play with this band this weekend and the other band the other weekend. But it's like, hey, here comes the festival. All the bands are playing. So yeah. guess who gets to? Sprint down, you know, the street in a hundred degree weather with a bass cab on, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the time of year that it makes it a little bit more challenging. It can be fun though. It's like being in a band that plays three shows, I guess. Though, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> as long as they're not the same time. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. The uh, the drummer and the guitar player for Monroe Monroe—they're also in another band called Saturn Cowboys. They're they're playing at eleven o'clock on Friday night. So, at uh, Gary Lee's motor club so they have 20 minutes to, to break their stuff down walk across the street to a legal pizza and set up for them in Roman Russia so they've got it damn, a little bit yeah, <laughs> worse than a little close, yeah. <laughs> so you guys feel any competition between each other like are the bands Definitely. you know like you guys gotta get to my you know you know in uh, the whale's gonna be taking people away from whatever show you're doing Saturday night or Thursday night uh, Eldrin's playing at the same time as us I think yeah Thursday night so usually I know we've talked about this before Eric that you know the the Denver scene is uh or the music scene they're pretty friendly for the most part and all really supportive but like do you f you said that you do feel competitive with the other bands right now or like at this well, time i mean you're tr yeah if you're trying to get people to your show you're drawing people away from other people's shows it's just <laughs> you know i mean i love all the denver bands you know that we interact with it's just fucking you know healthy competition is isn't bad yeah, even though you're playing at the same time as your friend's band, you still want to kind of show your friends up and say, yeah. hey, we had more people at our show, you know, yeah. doesn't mean they're, you know, it's, they're not your friends anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's true. How do you, Johnny, as a, I don't know, like a, a critic going there to like probably write about some stuff, but also as a fan, like how do you choose which shows you're going to go to or, or does like Sif will tell you? Where to um, go? No, I, I, I try to plan it out. I'm really, I try to like actually write it out. So I know, like, I'm going to this place at this time and this place at this time. It doesn't always work out like that. Even at the last WMS, I had kind of a written plan, but things come up and, you know, you just or you just get tired and you're like, oh, I don't want to go all the way down there. And <laughs> and with it being hot this weekend, it's it's gonna that's going to matter, too. It's like, oh, I'm going to have to stop and get food and water and whatever. So um, I but I try to plan it out. I try to plot it all out. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm going into it as a fan, so I get to just kind of go see whoever I want. I don't have to worry about playing like these guys too so i had a list the first time first time i went to go play <laughs> and it sounds great on paper but then like it gets to be like 10 o'clock and you're you know pretty drunk and then you realize that you right. got to get from the skylark to moe's and yeah. you're like man nope. maybe i'll just that, stick here yeah, yeah. Stick around things here can definitely bit. derail depending on how much you're drinking and where location yeah south yeah. by south by southwest is the worst for that like uh, i've been i think two or maybe three two years and it's just like you have this plan of who you're going to go see, and it's just, fuck it. Your friend texts you and says, free tacos on these cross streets. And you're like, all right, here we go. It's just like it's it's almost yeah. impossible. Yeah. Usually the best things you end up going to are things you didn't plan on, and you just totally. were walking by, and you're like, yeah. That's totally. kind of what I'm hoping for. I'm looking forward to that. Like, I, you know, 
I want to make a plan, but there's a lot of bands playing that I've never heard before, and I mm-hmm. kind of just want to stumble upon someone that's great that I've never heard of. Totally. I guess that's kind of what they want with like a, a big festival like this, where just uh, different bands playing in every bar down mm-hmm. the the row of bars on South Broadway, and you just hopefully one you know hits strikes your fancy, trips your trigger, whatever you want to say, and then you you walk in there and you just found a new band, right? Yep. Yep. And uh, that's the idea. <laughs> that's the idea. I mean, because you can see all these bands, you know, all the time, and you know the the local bands. So I mean, you might as well just kind of walk around and experience everything rather than try to see the same bands you you always see i guess yeah that and there's there's some national acts coming in from all over that you know i definitely want to see too so you know i'm excited about some of those especially like who who are you excited to see johnny Um, come on uh, tell the people uh astronautilus is one of my one of mine that i really want to see he's playing on the main stage i think friday night um gardens and villas is another one I think real estate, a lot of people are excited to see. Um, that's all I can think of right now. <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, who, who do you want to go see? Who are you excited about, uh, Mike? Uh, also real estate and Roadkill Ghost Choir. Where is Roadkill Ghost Choir going to be at? I have no idea. You have no idea. Think, Look it up. <laughs> Look it up, I guess. I think they're, I think they're at the Irish Rover. We, <laughs> we've been so busy lately with touring and getting our shit together to actually promote this RUMS stuff. I don't... I don't even know who the fuck's playing. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to see Residual Kid. I know they're playing oh, yeah, a couple sure. times. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm pretty much gonna just grab a paper schedule and just be like, uh, he, you know, I don't, I have. N- <laughs> how yeah. do you go about promoting a show like this? You guys are talking about how crazy it is. You know, you're trying to get more people to come to your show than the the person at the next bar. So how do you how you go about that? Well, two years ago, one of my favorite thing like promotional things we ever did, we did this thing where they scheduled us on Sunday at Three Kings, and we we're like, how can we get people to come to our thing on Sunday? You know, we're like we're like brainstorming. We're like, what happens on Sunday? Church. Okay, it's a rock and roll revival, <laughs> and so we walk around with signs that said, you know, rock and roll resurrection rock and roll revival you know and it was our set and we had little church bulletins that had you know order of service and it had our set list on it you know like shit like that i do remember being at your house when you're printing out all those things yeah Yeah, yeah. i was there (laughs) yeah so i mean just like try to try to find creative things to do uh we have a couple really cool things planned that i don't want to mentioned because i don't want to spoil the surprise you're saving it for another podcast you're going to be at at ums (laughs) are you are you I don't want to spoil the surprise. It's going to be okay. Okay, I'm really excited about it. Well, it's not coming out till Thursday. So last year we passed out bottles of water. That was a hit because it's so hot. And I think this year, this year we're going to pass out Otter Pops. Oh man, I'm going to be looking for you for sure. Step up the game, (laughs) Otter Pops. Uh, So it's all self promotion. You guys have to do it yourself. No one's going to do it for you. Yeah, it, you're in three bands. No one, uh, Mike. No one's gonna. No one's gonna do it at all. <laughs> no which band are you promoting, or how are you promoting which band? Or are you not doing it? You just leaving it up to the other guys? Well, no. I mean, you know, I I do some of the social media stuff, but I mean, it's not anything that we don't normally do. So, when it all comes down to it, um, people are gonna go where they want to go, and uh, you know. We've I've done the thing in the past where we've done things like uh, hand out stickers and put up flyers and you know it makes a little bit of difference but uh, I think I think the best thing to do is just to be walking the streets before the show 
and talking to people and you know mm-hmm. maybe holding up a sign saying where you're playing and, and just engaging people rather than just tossing something up on a <laughs> poll or a, a Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the thing about postering and flyering is if they've never heard of you, uh, it doesn't, to me at least, it doesn't really matter. Like it's, it's more about their name recognition. Like you walk by the post and go, oh, fuck, I remember in the whale. I got to see them. It's more of that, just reminding them, you know, then who's in the whale? Oh, I'll look them up. You know, the, no one's really going to. We might have that. to do like one free taquito or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the creativity that goes into it, though. Kind of like Eric was saying, you know, people do get kind of creative with their promotions during the festival because it's really hard to to convince someone to come see a band that they maybe never heard of. And just to kind of draw people off the street into whatever venue you're playing in, and everyone's gonna hand you a fucking flyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta yeah, you gotta do. You gotta bit. do something memorable. I think just so you know to get people's attention. Totes. Otter pops. Otter pops just... is awesome. That's a great one. <laughs> it just turns into like when you're on the street of Vegas when they're all handing out those cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this the naked women that's kind of how. Yeah. It's like oh here's another one. It's here's a, another one. It's a uh, Mitch Hedberg said. Uh, Whenever someone hands me a flyer, it's like they're just saying, hey, here, you throw this away. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Speaking of comedy, they got a lot of comedy stuff going on over at uh, UMS, too. I feel like that's another uh, thing they're stepping up this year to try and challenge uh, South by Southwest. The High Plains Comedy Festival is doing a a preview show at the uh, Safari Room. It's going to be on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, Thursday they, at nine. They just announced that today, right? The comedy part of it. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Recently. It yeah, seems recently. Like super, super recently. Yeah. There's also going to be on Friday night. They're doing the Epilogue Comedy, uh, celebrating their one year anniversary. That's not part of the UMS technically, so you don't need a wristband to get into that. So, mm-hmm. but uh, Timmy Lasley, friend of the podcast, just want to give her a shout out. Their one year anniversary. They're going to have a lot of local funny people. Check that out. Is that a free show? Uh, yeah, that one's a free show. Yeah, but the. Uh, the uh, High Plains one, I think, is going to cost you. But, I mean, they got some good good names coming in. All the Grolix guys, I think. You know, a bunch of local guys and some people from out of town. So, definitely worth it. A lot of comedy going on this weekend. I am doing, me and Nate from In the Whale are doing Adam Caton Holland's live My Dining Room Table podcast. You heard it here first, everybody. Wow. <laughs> doing another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday during the UMS, 4 o'clock at... Ah, some weird name. That was on they. That was UMS posted something about all the comedy stuff today, and I think that was on there. That Adam Caton Holland's performance. Oh, wait, with wait, uh, Aaron up. Aaron Collins of A Tom Collins is also doing it with us, and I think other people are pretty stoked about that. It is a good. It is a good podcast, guys. I would recommend listening to it, throwing it out there. But you probably need a. A, wrist, a UMS wristband to get into yeah, the, yeah. the live recording? Adrift is the name of the bar. Adrift? Adrift from 4, four mm-hmm. to four o'clock. Yeah, go out there, support some local stuff, go see a fun podcast. Uh, that's all you're getting, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you're getting. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, come on, guys. We're some wacky stories, some crazy things that happened to you at UMS. Th- I, have a, I have a good story. <laughs> okay. So there's a band called Residual Kid. They're from Austin. They're a bunch of, like, I, then they were little kids. They're like 11, 12, and like 14 at the time. That was uh, last year. Now I think they're, <laughs> they're still little kids. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. One of them's 16 now. Like just got his license. Uh, but <laughs> they're like this band of just like badass little kids that sound like fucking Nirvana. They're like they're amazing. Uh, we've played with them a couple times. But the first time I ever saw them was at UMS. There's all this buzz going on around about this band, you know. And um, you know, we're we're wandering around watching bands. Uh, there's another sort of little kid artist named uh, 
Jaden Jaden Carlson. She has a band. She's like sort of like a little like blues prodigy virtuoso little girl. You know, I think she's thirteen. So she's playing. We're standing there watching her, and we see these kids. It's the residual kid guys pull up on their skateboards. They're like on their skateboards. They skate up. They all got like tight jeans, and like one of the kids has my same glasses. <laughs> and like they're all, you know, I think one of the kids had like a purple rain shirt, like a print shirt. I was like, who the fuck are these little <laughs> shits? Like, <laughs> so they roll up, they're like watching her for a little bit, just like, oh, check it out. You know, they're all just like watching. We're all, we're all watching them, what the residual kid guys. They're all just like, hmm, okay. They look, they listen like one song and they're like, let's get out of here. <laughs> just and we were all just like, what a bunch of little bastards <laughs> <laughs> and then later that night we saw them and we were like oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i get it now mm-hmm. well one of my favorite things about ums is uh an unofficial event that takes place every year it's find out where chris heckman is passed out at <laughs> <laughs> chris heckman from the epilogues the singer of the epilogues. every year there seems to be a picture of him where he's just passed out somewhere on broadway Worry about that kid. <laughs> <laughs> and they're playing. I think they're playing this year. So yeah, there's it'll always be whatever bar they're playing. At. There's always shit going on at the Inca House, but I think that it's done now, right? They don't live there anymore. Mm, People live at the Inca here. House. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a famed party house. Yeah, I thought it was just like a place they had like cool venues. Thing. No, uh, people used. To, I think they moved out. Don't quote me on that. They haven't had parties there for a long time, though. Oh, really? It's because one time, I think Cobra Conda was playing and somebody broke their floor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It was Halloween, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. I remember that. Someone busted through the fucking then. floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Inca House is just this house on Inca Street where, like, a bunch of, they have, like, parties and, like, local people come and play stuff. I think In the Well shot one of their videos there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I saw a b- <laughs> BF, our friend BF, uh, Brian Frederick. Uh, before he was a dad, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the night he became a dad, as the story might unfold. <laughs> <laughs> he he used to be this fucking crazy party guy, uh, and at the Inca House, he I, I, he was tripping mushrooms. He got onto the roof and was gonna jump off the roof, and we were all like, "No, BF, don't do it, don't do it!" Like, <laughs> spent like thirty minutes coaxing him down. We finally got him down, you know, and then like, we're like oh. And then 10 minutes later, he was back on the roof. I was like, <laughs> fuck it, dude, jump. I don't care. <laughs> Go. But now he's now he's dad, and he's he's uh, sober and cool. Well, yeah, I like, very cool. I like, uh, I like the sober BF better, I think. Do you think it's I, rarity that people sober up and get cooler? Or it's usually uh, the stories I hear are like, ah, he was fun. <laughs> and then he got sober. And now he's not fun. Now it he's a drag. It depends on how hard you partied, I think. You know? so the people that The people that just raged too hard... You're like, I kind of wish that guy would sober up a little bit, you know. But they're, yeah, <laughs> they're they're cool in the moment, but not so cool <laughs> when yeah. they're puking Most on your couch time. and shit. <laughs> yeah. They always say, no, no dirt, no soul. Hmm. Like all those artists, like you know, I don't know, James Brown. It's always better when he was fucking tanked. I think Simbad has that <laughs> quote: like uh, a comedians always funnier when they're taking the bus. When they're riding the bus, yeah, yeah. true. What do you think, Mike? <laughs> About taking the bus? Yeah, I think you're a better musician when you take the bus. Uh, just makes you I don't know. Just go after that bass way more. I think uh, it's tough because in the music world, you know, yeah, you're hungrier, you're willing to work harder, all that stuff. But <laughs> 
when you have a lot more stuff doing being done for you, it's kind of like you can focus on just playing, you know? So when you're, you're definitely gonna find inspiration on the fifteen. I'm just saying. That's true though. Yeah, inspiration. Yeah, what is, uh, inspiration? I think uh, Churchill, the the old band Churchill, her manager gave us great advice, which was don't quit your job until you absolutely have to. Uh, you know, when you get to a certain point in your career, because not only because you have no idea what's gonna happen. You know, you could get dropped. You know, <laughs> that money is not always guaranteed. But two, also because that's where your inspiration comes from is is like your daily life working and all that stuff that's like a big inspiration for you and you may not you don't even know it you know and when that goes away you know you're not gonna you're gonna have to draw inspiration from other places it might not be as easy and guys i was riding the bus to an open mic the other night heard this guy talking he was just like man i work at a high uh, high culinary restaurant or like a high-end culinary restaurant he's like i've served some of the most famous people justin bieber Stone Cold Steve Austin, Barack Obama, <laughs> Justin Bieber. And I was like, what is this What is this restaurant? And before I got yeah. a chance to ask him, the guy he was talking to decided he just wanted his crack right then and like <laughs> lit a crack pipe, and the bus driver On threw the bus. him off. Wow. He fucking slammed the brakes. So I like, I fucking told you. And he kicked the guy off. <laughs> I told you not to smoke crack. <laughs> and I never got to hear where this restaurant was, but uh, I can only wonder. <laughs> It's probably like Chipotle or something. <laughs> Stone Cold Amber. He said three people before Barack Obama. <laughs> he said Stone Cold Steve Austin before the president of the United States, Barack Obama. He's, yeah. He was building up to it. Have you seen that picture of Obama at Chipotle? Yeah. No? The leaning over the glass. Yeah, the cat. The title is like, it's some news story or whatever, and it's like, the pre- President Obama doing what you should never, ever do at Chipotle. And it's a picture of him at Chipotle reaching his hand over the sneeze guard and, like, pointing at something <laughs> oh, that no. he wants. Like, oh, you idiot. Oh, what a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, friend, but my friend who's, like, this ultra, like, libertarian put that up on Facebook, like, I knew we couldn't trust this guy. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have Chipotle at the White House? I mean, I, I would. Not. Do they have it in Washington, D.C.? In Chicago? They gotta have Chipotle in Chicago. Yeah, probably Chicago. It's cool. Like my coasters. Love the fucking Beatles, my, man. <laughs> I like. I do love the Beatles, but like, you know, when your parents or you know certain people in your family real like know you like something, and then you kind of age out, and yeah. then they just know you like the Beatles. That's the all they know about you. Yeah. Until yeah. you yeah, just keep accumulating yeah. every Christmas, every birthday, so you just true. keep accumulating. Yeah, I'm looking at his Beatles theme. coasters. Yeah, I have these so. Beatles coasters. I have his Beatles laptop, T-shirts. Right? Yeah, Beatles, Beatles laptop. laptop stuff. Yeah, a lot of my family or like. Like family of the girl I'm dating will get me drum stuff, like the lamest drums. Like so many drums, so little time. <laughs> yeah. It's like a picture of all these drums. It's like, thank you so much. I remember uh, your first birthday when I knew you, I bought you little drum chopsticks. I use those. Yeah. I actually like those. Oh, okay. So 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 you did okay. Yeah, I did. But you were in there first. Yeah. That's you know (laughs) those are took all the good gifts. (laughs) Drum chopsticks. My my ex wife's cousin got me like a <laughs> this shirt with a drum set on it that's like uh electro like it has electronics in it. So it's like a like a little drum set and you like uh. press the shirt 
and it and lights like up. Makes, no, it makes drum noises. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and it was just like, okay, I'm never gonna wear this. Yeah. <laughs> oh. it, got like, it had like a little like battery in it that was like real. It was just like I, random mm, strangers be think, touching your chest all yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the thought that counts. <laughs> yeah, I got. I want of, that T-shirt. Do you still have it? Give it to yeah. me. The first that was like the first year. Like she brought me home and like. All they knew about me was that I loved dogs and that I was a drummer, so I got dog stuff and drum stuff. It was just like mm. perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, I I have one aunt that I got. Uh, she thinks I love wolves because I, I, <laughs> I, I use this. But uh, you don't love wolves. I mean, it's not that I don't love wolves. They think I really love yeah, wolves. Yeah, like, like you're I like have, a, you're like the wolf man. I'm an obs- Yeah, they just yeah. could buy me a wolf T-shirt every every Christmas now because you know, uh, one year in the way I was throwing a uh, for Christmas they're throwing a ugly uh, sweatshirt party and she has this hand painted like wolf uh, picture on her sweater because she like donates to this wolf sanctuary oh, I know where this is going and, yeah you asked her to borrow it for the party uh, right? yep I was like can I uh, <laughs> and it's my aunt so you know I was like her eyes light up yeah she have a heart to tell her <laughs> yeah but guess who won that ugly sweatshirt party? Oh, hey, this guy. I've won, yeah, I've won one. You know, hey, you you just find the craziest shirt you can find. You know, it's hand painted, had the artist like signature on it. It's just, I want that. If they if they gave me that, I'd be so happy. But uh, you know, I just put a big smile on my face and say thank you. And, you know, that's how you do. That's how you get through Christmas, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anywho, one time my mom. Uh, <laughs> What's this a podcast while, about again? Yeah, a while, a while <laughs> back, <laughs> a while back, my mom bought me a bunch of clothes, like a bunch of clothes, and all the shirts were XL. She's like, "You wear XL, right?" I was like, "No, I'm a medium, mom." She's like, "Really? I thought you always bought XL." And I was like, "When I was 13, <laughs> and it was 1997, <laughs> boy, boy, and everyone, everyone wore baggy clothes." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> About your Jinko jeans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my changed, mom's mom. the same way. Like she would never buy me the jeans that I wanted. Like when I wanted baggy jeans, she bought me like tight skinny jeans. And then now that like skinny jeans are in, she buys me like big baggy jeans. So it's like always the opposite. Always mm-hmm. a generation behind. I think it's just because whatever's on sale. Yeah. You know. It's like they're on sale. Because they're, they're out of style. Yeah. That's why they're on sale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about you, Mike? What was the last thing your mom bought you? It <laughs> just means we all need to talk to our mothers more. <laughs> 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 that's probably the problem you know, you know maybe we just this just therapy we're just unfolding all the truth you, here I think you're right yeah. I think you I'm are call right. their mom right wow. now just, <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> they don't know what we like because we don't fucking tell them <laughs> we don't talk to them right uh, I just hit the nail on the head uh, ouch alright <laughs> sorry mom <laughs> I love you thanks for coming down guys oh uh, that's it yeah, I was thinking it's coming to a natural end. I don't know. I don't want to keep it going. I'm a firm believer it ends when it ends. We did kind uh, of get off topic a little bit. There. Yeah, we did get off topic. <laughs> I have nothing else to add about the UMS. I thought I was really hoping you guys would come in with some great stories. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I was hoping they, I'm, I mean, I don't have any stories. I just go watch the show and it's hot and sweaty and. And you're drunk. And, you get drunk. and that's what they rely on, man. The fans coming in, just getting hot and sweaty. Yeah. yeah. And hammered. Get down there. Getting a sunburn. So uh, bring sunscreen. That's the only thing I can stay say. hydrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take public transportation. Yeah. I run the <laughs> easiest. I run into I know a lot of fucking like alcoholics. 
in the music scene. I always no. run into them at like UMS or summer festivals, and I'm drinking. I'm always drinking shitload of water. They're like, "What the fuck is that? Get a beer!" Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "I'm trying to be hydrated, bro." <laughs> I was like, "You're too sober." Do you guys see it as like a party? Like, fuck yeah, let's get fucked up and just do this. Or you're like, we have to perform like well, so we have to be completely sober. Both. No, I call it both. Like no, a, no, yeah, I said yeah. Oh yeah, it just sounded like yeah. Yeah, it just depend on who you're playing with that night. Like disgrace the traitor, you're all business. But Monroe, Monroe, yeah. Mike Thompson, just sloppy drunk. No, attic attack, <laughs> he's sloppy drunk. Oh, there it is. And I'll still be the least drunk person in the band. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely actually, gonna see that one. I'm actually a little stoked. A little stoked that I'm playing Thursday and Sunday because Friday and Saturday are gonna be, you know, the the nights where everyone's gonna go off. So I can just go off Friday and Saturday, you know. Although we're going to be doing a lot of promoting Friday and Saturday, four and, day and podcasting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh mm-hmm. man, we gotta get you sloppy drunk for ACH. Yeah, we just gotta get you so incoherent. <laughs> I'll get yeah. you. You get a comedy routine too, Eric, and then you'll experience the entire. Do the event. whole thing, yeah. <laughs> go for it. Yeah, just do a quick five. You're always telling me yeah. how you want to get into yep. stand-up comedy. That's right. <laughs> Eric always has this fucking runny joke where he's like, oh, I'm just going to quit music and get into comedy. Sounds easy. Just to spite Jaden. Yeah, just to spite me. <laughs> That's as good a reason as any. <laughs> <laughs> and just I'm always like, yeah, I'm going to learn the drums. Yeah, dude, I'm, friends, work as I'm well. friends with Ben Roy, man. He'll just he'll let me open for him. Just let me open up for Ouch. him. They probably would. Yeah. Yeah. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> he would not. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. But... Uh, all right, so that's what, what's exciting. Let's end with a quick round of what's exciting you, and then we'll get into this. We're not doing Mary Fuck Kills anymore. I have a new thing, and I think you guys oh. are going to like it. Okay. okay. All right, what's exciting you about UMS? What's the most exciting thing? Mike Thompson. Uh, just meeting new people. Meeting new people? That's stupid, but <laughs> 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 it is. Some of the people that I'm like the closest with right now, I've met at UMS, and so it's cool. Right on. Johnny Sims. Johnny Hatchback. Johnny Wu. Um, just seeing... As many bands as I can in in the four day period. It's really just the love of the music for you, yeah. huh? You're a real purist on that. I gotta respect hey. it. I mean, I only like like two bands, and that's all I ever go to see. One of them's in the whale. Yeah, the yeah, definitely ones. see in the whale. Fuck yeah! Don't go see Aldrin. See in the whale. <laughs> it's a little bit of that healthy competition I was talking about. Yeah, I'm gonna second that. Just I'm saying it on the air because Eric's sitting right there, so calling him out. Fuck you, Josh Lee. <laughs> That's right, I said it. Damn, <laughs> oh, it is. Shit. It's getting serious now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh Eric. is going to barge into our show and like, smack his violin <laughs> over my head. He's not going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what's out yeah, there if he ever does? <laughs> uh, Eric, what's exciting you? About UMS? Yeah. Um, I, I like the whole thing, man. I love summer festivals. I just love the atmosphere, the whole thing. All right. So everything. Way to ride the fence on that one. <laughs> <laughs> he threw down the gun before, so you know, just kind of. Okay, well, I, you know, we're doing a couple really fun, funny, like going out on a limb kind of promotional things for In the Whale on Saturday. I'm really excited to see how people react. Otter to pops. Besides the otter pops. You're not going to say one? This isn't coming out till Thursday. It's, it's a surprise, dude. It's it's all right, okay, all right. Waiting for ACH's, for other, yeah, yeah, saving it for ACH's yeah, podcast, yeah. my <laughs> room table. I'm really excited to just see how people react to it. It's going to be really funny. All right, really okay. Just going right. to build a suspense. Back can't believe yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, I prom- can't wait. This is the pre-promotion. <laughs> this is the promotion before the promotion. <laughs> yeah. Get everyone excited. Well, I'm excited. Anyway. All right, I kind of want to do these... Celebrity de- uh, fantasy death matches, kind of like that's what I've been kind of asking people at the end of the pods now. I'd say, well, who do you think? Keep it. Let's do one local one. Who do you think would win between 
in a celebrity death match between the epilogues and My Body Sings Electric. Epilogues, Definitely. no question. Epilogues. Yeah, I, yeah. Why is that? Chris Heckman has retard strength. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Heckman, uh, Luke Pete's had an arm wrestling contest yeah. a year ago. Chris Heckman won it. What? Yeah. yeah. He's and not a big guy, he's really. Not, he's just telling he's you. muscular. And, and Nate Hammond is a fucking jolly green he's a, giant. He's a as big well. dude. Yeah. He's got that Huge. reach. Yes. Yeah. The other two guys in the epilogues like, take him or leave him. I don't really see anyone in my body things fighting. They're, nope. They're just a bunch they're of pussies. Skinny, skinny, <laughs> skinny pacifists. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Okay. All right. No, totally. I love those guys. But very attractive. Jason yeah, Bauer. That's, they're they're, they're, oh, they're too pretty. Jason know? Bauer could throw down. Yeah. Probably so, if he had to. In my body. But against Chris and Nate, no way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sticks versus Journey. Sticks. Who would win? Mm. Don't Stop Believing. Or a uh, lady, you know? We're still talking about fighting, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Journey's got the new front man, the guy from, he's from the Philippines, I think, Asian guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he probably knows karate. So. <laughs> good, good point. All right, yeah. Valid point. But can he take on all of Journey? All of Sticks. Or Sticks, yeah, there even, we go. <laughs> I don't even know who's in those bands anymore. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right, I was hoping that one would be funner than it was, but okay. Last one. There's probably like three different versions of Journey now. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We uh-huh. to... Michael Thompson has been turning his head to talk to Eric directly <laughs> instead of talking to the mic. <laughs> Stay up on that mic, mic. I just want to entertain Eric. That's the whole reason I'm here. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Okay, last one. This is the one. All right, the headliner, if you will. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. What do you wow. think? Wow. And I mean... Ninja wait, wait, okay. Hold on. Are we including uh, dinosaur morphing power here? Yes. Yes. So they... Wait, they can... Oh, then it's got to be Power Rangers, because they can turn into the giant... The Zords? Zords, yeah. Yeah, but then the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had a couple, like... They had, like, the helicopter, the turtle copter. They have the turtle van. They got, I mean, they don't have the power to morph in, you know, together like Zords, which is true, but they can combat it in some way, shape, or form. I just feel like, okay, Power Rangers got the armor, you know, they got the like armor stuff. I, I, I gotta go Turtle Power. power? Gotta go Power Rangers. Right. I love, I like the Turtles more than the Power Rangers, but I would think, I think they'd win. That's my, that's my <laughs> opinion. All right, all right, okay, all right. Gotta respect it. Michael Thompson? I don't watch cartoons. <laughs> You have kids. Power Rangers is not a cartoon. <laughs> How dare you, sir? Sorry. I could tell you probably who would win between any Pokemon character, thanks to my kids, but that's about all they've got me. <laughs> okay. Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles are before their time. I'm going to go Ninja Turtles just to mix it up. <laughs> I Got to rip the turtles. Somebody's got to. Yeah, rip the And the turtles, you know, maybe, maybe Shredder comes in and, like, Krang... Yeah. They got the Technodrome. Dude, they're not Shredder on the turtle counts. side. Dude, Casey Jones, <laughs> the enemy you know? of my enemy, is my t- friend. Uh. You know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. they team up one, just one episode. You guys uh. see the trailer for the new Turtles movie? Yeah. Fucking Michael Bay destroying my childhood. <laughs> it, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Megan I'm Fox nervous. I'm nervous. as April O'Neil. Yeah. How could you not know this? The obvious choice for an April O'Neil is Christina Hendricks. Ooh, That's that the would, obvious yeah, choice. That would have been. Gotta uh, go with Megan Fox. And then the CGI ones. Come on. Yeah, it's. 
I'm hoping it's going to be good, but... I'm going to go see it. It's yeah, I'm still going to yeah, go, go, go see, see it. it. It's yeah. Michael Bay. It can't be... It, you can't do it. Come on, we all watch Bad Boys. <laughs> we got to go see some Michael Bay. I mean, I'm definitely going to see it, too. <laughs> Okay, there it is. Michael Thompson, you take your kids? You go see no. this new generation? No. It's for your kids. It's geared towards them. You're not going to take them? No. All right. No, that's a smart move because then you're going to end up spending hundreds of dollars right. on toys to to and merchandise. <laughs> yeah, got to go to McDonald's. Happy meals. Yeah, yeah. Just that's a good do dad it. move, I think. It's that's a good cool. dad move. It's yeah. a power play. <laughs> thinking long term. Why are older when I one? get divorced? <laughs> yeah, trying to find out which one they want to live with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, remember, I dad didn't take us to see the turtle movie. Your older kid might just go on his own, though. Yeah. Independent. How old is he uh, now? My my wife took him to see Avenged Sevenfold last week, which is like his favorite band. I mean, he's not going to be impressed by the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> That's probably true. He just aged out. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, probably past it. It's fine. It's right. sad. Where does the time go? Oh, the cat's in the cradle. <laughs> <and> the <laughs> it's all right. We're gonna end on that. Thanks for coming down, Eric Riley, Michael Thompson, Johnny Sims. Uh, appreciate you guys coming down. Thank uh, you. This is going to be episode two of Left Hand Right Brain. Subscribe. Uh, we're getting the iTunes thing together, and it should work this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you guys know. Keeping it, keeping them, cranking them out. All right. Lots of hot, tasty pods coming out soon your way. Trying to keep it local and all that BS. Uh, so I'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Hey guys, JD here. Uh, this is going to be a little bit of a little a bonus at the end of the pod. Um, we ended the podcast, as you heard, and I, um, I didn't turn off the recorder, and we just kind of bullshit in the basement for a little bit longer, and it actually ended up being some really fun stuff. I actually really enjoyed that a lot. So uh, I just tagged it here at the end. Uh, the quality isn't the best because, you know, we weren't talking directly into the microphones anymore, but I enjoyed it, and I think it's fun. I don't think it's uh, too much to put up with the lower-quality audio for the uh, high-quality conversation. It was good stuff, guys. Uh, here we go. Uh, back to it. Thanks for doing that, guys. I know it's like hot, hot down here. It's not too bad. Kind of just threw you guys in the mix. I appreciate it. That's the best way to do it. <sighs> but where is the craft services table? <laughs> <laughs> water. I got a bottle of water in this time. I don't know if you saw the water. <laughs> send, the, send the intern to give us some <laughs> intern fucking yeah. wish. Yeah, I know I was at a when I was at the WMS. It was like the press party or whatever, or no, it was the award showcase. And this, I was talking to this guy about the blog, and he's like, "So you guys have like an office here?" Or is that? And I'm like, "I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have a job. Yeah. <laughs> I just do this on the side. Like, this is like for fun." And he's like, "Oh." He's like, not that kind of, not that kind of publication. Oh. It's called shut your fucking face. <laughs> that should give you an idea. Of yeah, exactly. Of it's not a, <laughs> they don't hand them out of schools. Right? It might be my favorite music blog though. Thank you. Why don't you say that on the pod? Splice it in. Splice it in. Because it, like, basically, it's the reviews I've, I I would have written. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, that, and that's like the whole point. It's like write it the way you would like tell it to someone. Yeah, write bad ones too. Don't we don't do any bad reviews unless it's like somebody huge. Like if it's 
like Justin Timberlake or Kanye or like so somebody that doesn't need our promotion. Can't walk down the street and find you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then like, hey, a text message, dude. What's yeah. up with my fucking bad review? The thing about Sanjay that, T. I feel, is like yeah. everybody gets like that pent up. Like we haven't been able to talk bad about anyone. Like we talk bad about people like personally, like in, in emails, but not on the blog. But then like when we actually get a chance to, I feel like people just unleash all this like nasty shit that they've been wanting to say. You know. So it gets sometimes it gets really bad, but yeah, most of the time it's just, it's just good reviews. Only we only write about stuff we like. Good stuff, man. I tried to when I did reviews, I tried to find one. I always did stuff that I liked, you know, just for the same reason. It's small town. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's always, so tough when but, it's when there are people you know. Yeah. yeah. But I always tried to find at least one bit of constructive criticism, and that's always the thing they focused on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just gave that shit up. <laughs> became a musician instead now I can I hate that because you gotta be it's like dude you expect everyone to give you five out of five stars come on just yeah that's true yeah those people who like if you don't like their band they don't like you as a person yeah I mean luckily most of the people in town are cool so it's like even if, they, if, even if you don't like their band it's like you can still hang out and talk to them and yeah they're cool people and they're not gonna take most of them don't take Take it too personal if you don't go to every show or whatever. I do, man. <laughs> Assholes. Look at my excuse me, you RSVP'd on Facebook and you didn't <laughs> excuse come. Excuse me. You were knocking everyone's door. You RSVP'd, you weren't there. I checked. <laughs> Luckily, my band's kick ass, so I don't even know. So Biggie's forgotten what it's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember. Restaurant job every day. Playing at the Harley Davidson shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the big gigs. <laughs> when we go a single state over and no one comes to our show. Is that place you guys played at that strip mall restaurant or whatever? Holy that fuck. That was the best. That was oh. the best. Did you, you played there? I was there. That's your show. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They're that not, was one of the worst shows we've ever played. It's like a that's like country bar, and they had like a like a folk country band player before you for like ninety minutes. I mean, they just kept going and going and going. Holy and finally, they get their sound check, and I'm I'm moving up, moved up front, and I can hear this lady behind me going, "This better not be loud." <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, where was that in Arlington, Texas? Or no, was it was that? here. It was in like Arvada or something. That's right. Yeah, at, at um. Was that Rockabilly's? Rockabilly's. That's right. <laughs> yeah. This better not be allowed. Yeah, yeah. So and uh, yeah, you were there too, weren't you? Yeah. I got way too drunk at that. And we start playing. I remember this first song, first thirty seconds. There, there's a that, seriously a table right yeah, yeah, yeah. in front. They all get up. <laughs> yeah, everybody in the front. Please. I knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> and my aunt was there. My aunt was there, and she's like, she's like, you know, I was like, you probably want to move. Back, you know, you should probably go sit at the other end of the bar. And she's like, why? And I was like, it's gonna be loud. And she's like, I'm used to loud. Like, I go to concerts. Like, nope. one song. Oh, and she's no, like, no. I'm gonna go. I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God okay. damn, that was. Mm. That was no, that that wasn't one of the worst shows ever. That was bad. I, me and Nate took bets on that table. Yeah. For like how long? I was like. Yeah, I think you even said something about it, too. Yeah, yeah. Left, you're like, it didn't take long. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was like one minute. He was like, I'm going to go short, 20 seconds. I think it was like 45 seconds. That was ridiculous. Yeah. This better not be allowed. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my favorite in the well moments of all time is when we played 
in Grand Junction at this little bar. It's just like normal, you know, tech neighborhood bar. And we're playing <clears throat> this old lady, like 80 years old, just walks up and she's just like, between songs, she's like, it's too loud. <laughs> Can you turn it down, please? Like, like with it pointing your finger, like shaking it at us. And we're like, <laughs> no. And Nate, Nate's just doubled over. He's just like, oh my god. He pulls out his phone and he's like, say it again. Please say it for me again. She's like, it's too loud. And he's just like, oh my god. He put it on Vine. He fucking finds the old way. I saw that Vine. <laughs> that should be like the start of your album. <laughs> like another, your next album. It's too loud. It's too loud. Yeah, push it old lady. That was fantastic. So, so, what are these creative things you're doing for the. I don't want. I don't want to give it away. You're not gonna give. It, I'm not even gonna go to UMS, dude. I gotta work. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta sling them breadsticks. Yeah. I might go Thursday night if you can get me in. Huh? He's gonna Most, get me into illegal Pete's. Most, get any me place in. where they have like a food, like especially Mo's, but like illegal Pete's too. If you just go tell them what you want to eat, they're not yeah. gonna say yeah, no. You can't yeah. come in. Yeah. Oh, so okay. just go, order just a burrito. Like, get a burrito <laughs> Chill out. Cool. Last year we did that quit folking around shit. Yeah. yeah. signs. And uh, we got into a little Twitter battle with this band called The Wicker and Pine. Oh, yeah. Which was hilarious. Oh, are they like, because we're like a folk band or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah they were just like, oh, rock and roll. It was, it was all tongue in cheek, but it was really funny. For like, it was like a couple days we were going at it over on Twitter. And then we were at Illegal Pete's during UMS, just like standing in line waiting for the burrito. They're playing on yeah. the stage right there, and they're like, oh, look who it is, everybody. It's We're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, these are the guys with all the signs. I was like, I knew this day would come. We dug our own grave. Revenge of folk. Should have kept the tape rolling. That was some dynamite 15 minutes right Hey, there. guess what? I did. <laughs> you should, oh. You're the one who ended it. Oh, you, you had the tape yes, rolling? I did. <laughs> I'm going to put it on first. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.